0: Welcome to the Busy Business Women podcast, where you have VIP access to discover the wins and wisdom that have helped successful business brains build businesses that boom. With your host Bay Hollands from busybusinesswomen.biz.
1: Hi, my name's is Faye Hollands and welcome to Episode 8 of the Busy Women Podcast. Now, today I'm a little bit nervous, I'm a little bit excited, and I'm very thrilled to have two very special guests on the podcast who I've got to admit I've been stalking for a little while now, and I recommend you do the same. I'll give you all their details so you can do that legitimately. And the reason I've been doing that is because they are both super smart business women who have built businesses around something that they're both incredibly passionate about. And what I wanted to talk to them today about and share with you is the way that they've collaborated together brilliantly to build even stronger brands and businesses. So today, I've got Stephanie Meads and Elise Comerford with me. And before I uh, get them chatting, I'm going to do some formal introductions and then we can get stuck into understanding how they built their businesses together and the power of collaboration. So, I've got a lot to say about these two ladies. I'm not even sure how long this is going to go on for, but I think it's really important that you understand how they came to run their businesses and and what it is that they do. So I'm going to start with Steph. The only reason being is that Steph was the first person I met and she introduced me to Elise and I'll explain about that in a minute. But uh, Stephanie Mead, so she runs lifewellnessco.com. I'm going to give you all of her social media handles later on. But Steph is a certified GAPS practitioner. Now, If you, like me, hadn't come across GAPS before, GAPS is Gut and Psychological Syndrome. I highly recommend you go check it out, or in fact, just talk to these ladies. So Steph's a GAPS practitioner, holistic health coach, exercise physiologist, published author, keynote speaker, mentor wife, mum, and founder of Life Wellness Co. And I can't see her at the moment. She's probably giggling away as that list goes on and on. Now, uh, yes, yeah, she is. I can hear her. Okay, so prior to becoming a GAPS, certified GAPS nutritional coach, Steph had been making some really good inroads into sharing the message of ditching the pharmaceuticals and you know the poor lifestyle choices that result in many of today's common illnesses and diseases, really in favour of healing and nourishing the body using food as your medicine, and both within the local community through individual health coaching, holding some really awesome whole food workshops. A local community co-op, and then writing a weekly column for the Illawarra Mercury. And she's also been conducting large-scale corporate seminars uh, with some really large, forward-thinking companies nationally. So she had already a lot on her plate, as well as branching out internationally in the online community with the development of a widely successful signature six-week transformational program called Real Food Reboot. Now she's got a lot on the go, Steph. She's currently working on a number of exciting. Projects. So the first one is expanding her Kept Simple ebook range, which you can find on her website. She's also partnering with the Source Bulk Foods, uh, which you've probably heard of, to provide monthly community workshops. She's also been collaborating with a number of local health practitioners and foodies in releasing, releasing the Nourished Family, which is a gorgeous whole food cookbook recipe range, and that's going to be out in December this year. She's been developing a new online series the Gut Connection, which is going to be released in January, as well as planning, and I'm excited about this, some pretty epic retreats and intensive workshops for 2008. Now, you know that my business is called Busy Business Women, right? I know that we don't really like the word busy, but far out, there's a lot going on there. And she still manages to coach on a daily basis. She's there to pick her kids up after school. So kudos to you, Steph. You do an awesome job. Now, for both Steph and Elise, their passion for what they do has really stemmed from their own health issues I think it's important for you to see where both of these ladies came from and why they do what they do So for Steph, and this is quite a list here, she had a difficult struggle with her own health for over 20 years, having suffered from a gut condition, which I'll be honest with you, I can't pronounce, I'll get her to do that shortly, but she suffered from that since early childhood. And her own journey from that condition has really provided her with frontline experience in a range of conditions, including extreme food intolerances, parasites, extreme weight loss, infertility, hormonal imbalances, mood disorders, recurrent and severe gastroenteritis, Uh, she ended up in hospital from that, anemia, adrenal fatigue, body dysmorphia, to name but a few, okay? There was a lot going on for Steph. So over more recent years, she's used the healing power of food to really help treat her firstborn son. Who was diagnosed with a range of conditions including sleep apnea, silent reflux, sensory processing disorder, and motor dyspraxia, which Western medicine was really failing to improve that functioning. So, combining all of the nutritional knowledge that he's gained over the years, and then with support from many mentors in a local and wider community, Steph managed to treat her son's condition and allow him to really thrive as a healthy, robust, and really intelligent little seven-year-old. And I've just got to let you in on a you know something that I've seen from my personal connection with Steph is having seen her Facebook page and some of the things that she's put up regarding her son, the transformation is phenomenal so you know this lady doesn't just uh, talk it, she walks a walk. So there are only so many hours in the day, right, and Steph's vision of being really empowering thousands of people to reclaim their health through good nutrition and educating them about the inner workings of their gut has really been boosted by meeting Elise, and we're going to find out how they met in a little while. And Elise is a fellow foodie and GAPS practitioner with an equally determined drive to move people to optimal health. So Steph and Elise have then subsequently teamed up to spread the word far and wide about the amazing healing capacity of the body when it's provided with really great, real, nourishing whole food in a way that our body knows how to use. So that is Steph. Now onto to So who I got to meet through Steph. You can catch all the details about Elise at elisecomerford.com and she also is the owner of Cold Coast Organics, a health food shop south of Sydney, which is a big focus on gut health. So check out ColdCoastOrganics.com.au now first and foremost uh, elise is mum to dylan her fun and energetic three and a half year old she's also an exercise scientist gaps practitioner and health coach specialises in the GAPS protocol. Now you may already know Elise and recognise her name, she's the resident GAPS practitioner on Joe Witten's Quirky Cooking for Gut Health program, which she hosts a weekly Q&A. And her passion really lies in the area of digestive health and after again overcoming her own digestive issue, um, issues, she's now on a mission to help others do the same. So Elise's practice, which is super busy and you can't even get in this year, I'm just letting you know that. Her practice focuses on assisting her clients to heal their digestive system and overcome various issues just as she's done. So just like Seth, there's a big long list of things that Elise has had to deal with. And as a teenager, she suffered from bad acne, persistent thrush, she had cysts and abscesses, constant bloating, anemia, depression, sugar addiction, constipation, diarrhea, and food intolerances that were getting progressively worse. And by her own admission, Elisa began to think that those issues were something that were normal and something that she just have to live with. So you can imagine how empowering it was for her when she learned the connection to the gut and the connection that all of those issues had with her gut and how she could transform her health by first transforming her gut. So when Elise was 27 and pregnant, she was already completing a Bachelor of Exercise and Sports Science, and with any spare moments she had in the day, which I can't imagine there were many, but she was pouring herself over scientific research to do with the gut, and to try and give her, her child to be born the best chance possible of a healthy and happy life. So she then went on to complete a certification of holistic health coaching with the Institute of Integrative Nutrition and followed then with a GAPS practitioner certification with Dr. Natasha Campbell-McBride. So Elisa studied with some of the world's top health and wellness experts, including Deepak Chopra, David Katz, Gabriella Bernstein, and David Wolfe. And you know, Elise's desire is to really show people that they don't need to suffer, and it's what has inspired her to start her business. She now has the pleasure of working with clients not just around Australia but also overseas. So, without further ado, ladies, welcome Steph, welcome Elise. Let me just check you're still both there. How are you doing? Hello. Hello, hello. What a pair of powerhouses you both are. I seriously tried to cut down the introductions but it's real it's really important stuff right because I love the fact that you're two women that have built businesses driven by something that you're so closely connected to and passionate about and so uh you know both a pair of powerhouses but put together I think you're even more formidable so uh just love your stories and thank you for letting me share those. So first and foremost, thank you so much for being here today. There's no prizes for guessing, you know, that you both live really full lives. We were talking before we started about the word busy and how nobody likes to really say that they're busy and it's kind of got a bit of a taint to it now, but we're busy, right? We've got full lives. So I really appreciate you coming on the show and I'm stoked that you're my first guest on this podcast. So thank you so much. I've had a business crush on you both, since I discovered you working together at the start of the year. So I was on a mission to have you on the podcast and I'm really, really thrilled that you're the first ones here. So thank you, ladies. I appreciate it.
0: Oh, thank you for having us, babe. definitely stroked our egos (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I I actually feel quite exhausted just listening to those introductions. I'm thinking, holy moly, that is a lot.
1: (laughs) I'm glad that it's stroked your egos. You completely deserve it. So look, I just want to set the scene as to how I came about you, right? So I met Steph, first of all, at a networking group a few years ago now. Um, she was doing really well then, building a strong ba- brand, not band, I don't know, maybe you're building a band as well, but building a strong <laughs> brand. I had a really good local presence that I was aware of, and, and it sounds like there was much more going on aside from locally then. And was st- I noticed that you were starting to do a lot more online. And then I went to a wellness expo at the start of this year. And that's where Steph and Elise were collaborating. So that's where I first met Elise. And what was interesting is that they presented together. And why I say that that was interesting is because with the knowledge and expertise you've got, you could have, each of you could have done that alone, right? They could have just been one of your businesses at that expo, but instead you were collaborating and you were running those workshops together, which I loved. And then I signed up for your Nourish and Flourish workshop series, which was phenomenal. Fell in love with what you were doing, how well you were doing it. So I've been a complete convert of your businesses and following you since then. I absolutely love what you do. I think you're absolute experts and professionals. So that was a you know a real turning point for me. So the reason I wanted to invite Steph and Elise on this podcast today is because they're doing something that a lot of people don't do in my eyes or do anywhere near as well as they could. And that's collaborate with essentially a competitor. So today, what I want to do is uncover the story behind their collaboration and how they've made it such a fabulous success. So before we get stuck in, ladies, um, and I'll just go to you first, Steph, so we don't all talk over each other. Is there anything you wanted to add to the intro that I maybe missed out or that you wanted to amplify?
0: No, I think you hit the nail on the head of, you know, in terms of, of those things all of those things that I've got going on it it sounds like a lot but they're all so perfectly aligned with each other so it really isn't I don't feel busy as such um I feel like I'm just living um a full business life
1: I like that I like full and Elise just coming to you was there anything else that I've missed out that's important that you want to add to that
2: Well, just adding the stuff Steph and I have been doing together. So we've done the Nourish and Flourish workshop series, which we presented live and have also made into an online program. And then we've also done some how-to workshops together. So we did a series of um, how-to workshops, how to make meat stocks, how to make kombucha and sauerkraut. Um, Was there anything else, Steph?
0: Well, we're sharing the client base as well. So that's... That's been um, interesting and,
2: and fun, a fun journey. Yeah, so with our um, GAPS training, we're starting to collaborate with GAPS clients as well. So there's just there's been just this gradual intermingling of things that we were kind of doing separately and that we've started to bring together and do together while still running our separate businesses. And I love that. I and about
1: there's a book on the cards
2: too. There's still a book. There's a book coming.
1: Oh, my gosh. Right. Well, we're going to get into some of that in a moment.
0: So what I want to know, first of all, is how did you meet? Well, (laughs) um, we actually met over a scoby of all things. (laughs) Um, So so a scoby is one of those really ugly looking things that starts a um, kombucha batch. Um, But I had, Elise and I have basically been working in our local area independently for quite some time. So I was aware of some workshops that Elise was running. She was obviously aware of ones that I was running as well. I saw um, a Facebook ad that she was running a um, fermentation workshop um, coming up over the, uh, the weekend. And so I... Had heaps of scobies that needed home. so I thought I'll just reach out and see if she needs some scobies to give out to participants. And so, contacted her over Facebook and said, "Hey, my name's Steph. I've got some scobies. Would you like them?" And Elise <laughs> wrote back, "Yes." So the next thing, um, I went up and I actually delivered them. And basically, um, Elise and I, as soon as we caught eyes on each other and started to talk, couldn't shut us up. And so <laughs> we knew that we um, had this. Combined energy that just needed to be, you know, put together to to create some amazing stuff. In that first meeting, I talked about what I was doing, and Elise talked about what she was doing, and there was just so many um, beautiful, you know, shared projects that we could see right from that uh, very first meeting. So that's basically how we met, and then. Um, shortly thereafter, I was actually working with the Embrace Life Festival to put together the um, food component of their Embrace Life Festival down here in Wollongong, um, and was given the opportunity to run um, eight workshops on the day, and I thought. As you were saying in the intro, I could have done them all myself, but what was the fun in that? So I decided to reach out to Elise and see if she wanted to run some as well and share um, the potential clients that, that were coming to that um, festival, and she did. And we sat there in between workshops planning all of our <laughs> projects together, and the rest is really history.
2: And the interesting part was for about 12 months before that Meeting over the scoby, we'd both had because we're both involved in the local co-op, Flame Tree Co-op, and we'd both had have mutual friends that had been saying to us for about twelve months, Elise, you've got to meet Steph, and saying to Steph, Steph, you've got to meet Elise. Elise is doing this, and like Steph's doing this, and like so, people were telling us we had to meet each other, and it was so the fate was written in the stars; it was going to happen.
1: So you met under a Scovey, which is a line I never thought I would hear on a podcast. I've not even heard of Scovie before. And it sounds like it's been a a match made in heaven, which I love. And I love the fact that instead of Steph, for you just grasping hold of everything and running with it yourself, which frankly, you know, I think most people would have done, you've thought outside of the box. And so that kind of brings me on to my next question then. You've both built really nice, strong businesses independently. You've got credibility in your own right. You've got established brands. You're working with people that, you know, love you, uh, recognize you, and trust you. So, most people would have carried on just working independently and building your own brand. Why did you at that point think it was better to join forces?
0: Well, I guess from my um, side of things, I've always been a people person. I love working with people and as you'd know, you know, working, running your own business, it can be quite, it can become quite lonely. And there's a, you know, there's not that uh, same opportunity to have the banter with people that are at the same level of you and the same interest of you as you with, you know, things that you're doing. And I really miss that. Um, And so Whenever opportunities arise where I can share my passion and share my knowledge and share my experience with like-minded people, I do so. Um, And so this was a a perfect opportunity to do that because Elise was so, you know, from me looking at the work that she was doing, I could see that she was so aligned. I really respected the work that she was doing and I saw it as a really lovely opportunity for me to grow as well in this field, um, but also just to share what I know and I guess that in my mind, I've always had, I've always had the um, opinion that to achieve great things, you really do need to have a great team, and you know, really open up um, to open up opportunities. You need to have more hands to do that. You can't just do it all on your own, particularly when you are also juggling motherhood as well. There's only so many hours in the day, so having you know collaborations is just you know, a really sensible way in my mind to have a broader reach. So still having, having your business and your brand but actually getting it out there, you know, having more work being generated because of the collaboration and having greater reach.
2: Ultimately the goal for Steph and I before we even met and when we started our businesses, it was never about projecting ourselves into yeah. like, I don't know, um, success so much as it was about <laughs> Getting a message across to them, like as many people as we can. We didn't come in. We didn't come into this line of work from this would be a really good career. This will make me money. This will bring me success. It was more along the lines of, I've been through this. I know how to restore my health. I need to tell people, and so we want to get it out to as many people as possible. And by coming together, we're louder than two voices. So it's just help. It's helping us reach more people. And even though we're we're working along the same lines, we're really we're in the same industry. We've, we've, we've got a shared message. We really had different strengths with it. Steph's really amazing with producing content and getting the online programs happening. And then my strength was more in the one on one and building a really big client base. So we've been able to teach each other with that. So I've learned a lot of stuff with running really good workshop series and putting them into online programs and producing more content. She's killer with content. Um, and then I've been able to share my knowledge with working one-on-one with people. So we've really become stronger in our own businesses because of each other. So
0: it's it's kind of, it's a collaboration, but it's also a mentorship in a way. You know, we've both helped yeah. each other on different areas yeah. of business that needed to grow. I love that because,
1: uh, you know, uh, one of the questions I was going to ask you, which I think you've really just covered anyway, was that, and I should point out for people that aren't familiar with you both, that your businesses are geographically very close to each other and you're in a market that I don't believe is swamped. So you could argue that you've collaborated with your biggest competitor and you've introduced your ideal clients to your competitor. But I think from the way that you're talking, you you know, you really recognize that you both bring so many different strengths to your collaboration, that your businesses, are stronger as a result instead of having that sort of lack or scarcity mindset where you need to hold on to any clients that you can find and not really spread the message about anyone else and my gauge on that is that it really is driven from a much bigger purpose and mission of what you both Mm. want to achieve through your businesses rather than it just being about the dollars.
0: I've never. I never look at other people and see competition. That's just the way that I've always worked in my business. I look for allies rather than competitors. (laughs) So I look for allies that I can bring on board that can actually get this, yeah, help me achieve the mission of reaching all of these people because it's too big a, as Elise was saying, it's too big a project for one person to do. So I'm constantly on the lookout for allies and Elise has just been an absolute perfect fit. I love that, allies instead of competitors. That's going down in the quote book.
1: Really love it. Okay, so tell me, I'm going to hazard a guess, there must have been some concerns you had on some level about collaborating. Maybe there wasn't. You sound like you got it completely together. But did either of you have any concerns about collaborating and particularly collaborating with essentially, uh, you know, what could be seen as a competitor for many people?
2: I think we both reached a point in our businesses where we were so full anyway, collaborating felt like a relief. Yep. So there was no fear of lack. So Steph was going in, and is still going really well with her corporate stuff. I am flooded with one-on-one clients. I really needed to step into the one-to-many rather than one-to-one and Steph was, is so good at that. So for me it was just a wonderful opportunity to collaborate and learn. So, and take a burden off my shoulders as well. So that now Steph and I are sharing the one-on-one clients. So I think it was, we both reached a point of like combust or grow and we needed each other to grow.
0: It was almost like, you know, when we, when we did find each other, we were able to breathe and know that we, we could shoulder each other's, you know, and help each other forward.
1: Okay. So Let's get stuck into some nuts and bolts and I guess kind of the admin for a moment because I'm sure there'll be listeners that will be thinking, okay, well, that all sounds great, but logistically, how does it work? Because you're not both working under one brand or one banner, are you? You're both running your individual businesses and then you've come together with different um, series and workshops that you've run. So if we just get into the admin for a minute, how did you structure your collaboration in terms of kind of bank accounts, emails, client bookings, all of that good stuff? How have you made that work for you?
2: So at the moment with our workshop, so that that was a bit of working out for us too. At first, we were doing the shared bank account. Um, we were going to become a company together. Uh, then we decided not to. So we, we've taken a little bit of time to figure out how we want it all to work. Mm-hmm. And basically now, um, we just put it all under Steph's company and then I invoice her. Okay. So we've just made it really clean. We both have the same book keeper anyway so she's all over it knows exactly what we're doing um and then yeah so we just made it really clean where it's just all happens under steps and then she invoices me
0: and we came to that um after a little bit of toing and froing about how we were going to go about it and we sought um, legal advice at the start to work out what was going to be the best way forward for both of our businesses um in how to set it up and how to manage the finances and then elise and i actually just took away the information that we got from the solicitor and the new accountant and we kind of just devised our own plan. Um, and it seems to be, and that's kind of what Elise and I do. We just kind of, we, we throw a plan together and it just seems to work.
1: I love it. I love the fact that you said you actually sought legal advice. I was going to ask you that and then I didn't want to put you on the spot in case you said no, but I should have known better because you're smart cookies. You know, I, I talk to a lot of people as clients about them collaborating or work, setting up business partnerships and working with their friends and And so many people don't get legal advice and, you know, you were friends, you knew each other, you already had a connection and a friendship. I love the fact that you then still went and got legal advice because it's so important and you can run with that how you wish, but at least you know where you stand. So that's really good to hear that Mm. you've done that. Have there been any challenges or problems with your collaboration that in hindsight you could have avoided?
0: Uh, look I've, I there is a big one but we don't have we don't have the same work days so that makes it very difficult at the moment for us to actually pin each other down and have good chat good planning chats and um, you know even just catching up is is we have to schedule it in weeks in advance at the moment um, so that's obviously a bit of a, a Problem that we're trying to navigate our way through, um, because we've got young kids. You know, they're they're not at school. Well, one of mine is at school, but Dylan, Elisa's, um, and and Luke, my youngest, isn't at school. And their days that we've we've got them are different. So that that's very challenging. Different. I like different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. You know, the way that we work around that at the moment is we we use Skype a lot so we don't meet face to face as much as I'd like to or at least I'd like to, but we, we Skype, we're on text a lot over the phone, um, and yeah, email is the way that we really communicate. So, you know, in in I guess in hindsight there's not much that you can do about that. Next year's gonna be awesome because two or awesome yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Um but yeah, that has been a real a real challenge that things haven't perhaps been able to progress as quickly as we had envisaged because of that, those times constraints that we have and our different schedules.
2: The other challenge I would say is that I get a bit overexcited. I know Steph does too. We're very similar in that that we take a lot on, if you haven't figured that out already. <laughs> um, and I've got another business. so I've got a health food shop. And so with the excitement of wanting to work with Steph and then not really taking into account all the balls that are in the air with my one-on-one coaching and running a health food shop, um, which I have someone managing. So there's been a little bit, I would say, Steph wouldn't say it, but I'm sure she would think it, that there's been a little bit of lack of time on my part that it's like I've probably taken on too much. And so there's been, yeah, so just that lack of time probably on my end with everything I've got going on.
0: Another reason um Faye why I absolutely love our collaboration because there, you know even in the short time that we've been working together there have been times where I have dropped the ball because of you know personal things that have been going on or because I've overwhelmed myself with other projects and Elise is the same but having that um partner that you're collaborating with means that you know somebody is there and they've got your back and you don't have that if you're not in in these collaborative business arrangements, you've you've only got yourself to rely on. So if you drop the ball, you drop the ball. So that's been really lovely to have that um, relationship with Elise um, over the last six months and know that things are still going to move forward even if I can't do them at this point in time and vice versa for Elise.
1: I love that. I mean, you know, I've been in business 10 years and 10 years of that has been predominantly on my own. And I've loved most of that, but there have been definitely times where if I'd have had a collaboration like yours to have that person to bounce those ideas off or to just say, Oh my God, this is not working. Or what do you think I should do? Which is where, you know, mentorships and coaching comes in because it gives that person the support they don't have if they don't have a collaboration. So I think it's really powerful that you have that together. And it's certainly, you know, certainly seen watching your businesses grow and the benefits it's had has been fantastic. So I wanted to ask you, you know, not, I don't think many people collaborate in the way that you've done, or certainly not as many people as they, as they possibly should. Why do you think collaborations like this um, can fail or don't work out in the way that
0: people had intended from the start? In my opinion, collaborations often fail because people don't go in um, with a, a good sense of, of worth, what they're worth in the first place, and, and not feeling like they're successful and so that they're feeling like they have to be in collaboration to be successful. So there's almost like a dependency relationship that starts right from the beginning and that can cause expectations and then disappointment. Um, So I think that's a, a big one that, you know, if you are going to consider collaborating, you need to find somebody that is at a very similar level to you when you first go in. I also think a lot of collaborations that, well, ones that I've seen that have failed have been due to a lack of transparency. So people going in with different agendas and perhaps not being open and honest at the start about what their actual mission is and what their agenda is in collaborating. So as that, you know, the, the time's gone by and those agendas have have played out, that's where things have crumbled. Um, So I think that's really important that there is that transparency. You you know, right from the start you you set your agenda of this is is what I think that we can achieve together, this is where my head is going and make sure you are both on the same page with that. And I also think, you know, collaborations can suffer if they feel, if one or the other partner feels that they're not um, contributing equal amounts. So if one feels like they're doing more than the other, and I think that's, again, coming back to that scarcity mindset um, versus the abundance mindset. So making sure that, you know, both collaborators are coming from the same abundance state will, you know, stop that from being an issue. Um, But, yeah, they're the three things that I see um, because I have seen a lot of collaborations in in my local area and my local mastermind um, group as well that have failed for all of those reasons?
2: I would say for my ones, I'd say versatility. So Steph and I are both quite versatile with how we work and Mm. Faye, you've witnessed that, that we Mm. kind of make decisions on the fly. Yep. So I think that has really helped us because we're both, we're not too fussed about things having to be a certain way. We're pretty happy just to make quick decisions and happy to go with, you know, Steph just decides something. She doesn't have to always check with me. Um, We're happy just to go with things and being versatile with it. So I think that's really important. I
1: love all of those points and they really hit home for me because I help a lot of my clients set up joint ventures, which I can see a lot of similarity with your collaboration because to set up a great joint venture, so we're talking about like a strategic alliance where you might be recommending your product or service to somebody else's list and so on. You know, it does come from you feeling like both people are on the same page and have the same level of worth, that there's transparency, there's clear expectations and boundaries, there's a clear agenda and then it's a win-win for both parties. And also, I love what you said, Elise, about having that diversity and flexibility to just be able to change when need be. So, yeah, I think really, really important. And you've clearly living and breathing those things, which is why it's worked for you. So what I would love to know now is what are your top three tips for anyone thinking about collaborating with another similar business?
0: My first tip would be find the right people. So, you know, not just looking at the business, but the people behind the business and making sure that they're people when you're you know, working with them that you actually walk away feeling uplifted and lit up because that, you know, how your energy is in that, in that relationship is going to determine your success or not. And if, as you've seen, Faye, when Elise and I are together, there is just this amazing um, uplifting energy that we've got. And that's because, you know, we took time to not just collaborate with anyone but we waited until the right person came along with the right energy that actually did lift us and boost us up. So having that alignment, I think, um, with the people, not just what the business is about. Another thing would be, and I, I touched on that just before, about the, the why. So working out why you want to collaborate and making sure that that why is similar to the other person's why <laughs> so that you're going in with the same sort of agenda. And then the the third top tip for me, for me would be, You need to be prepared to let go of control a little bit. (laughs) So if you're going into a collaboration and you've been going it alone up until then, you're used to making all the decisions yourself. You're used to, um, you know, not having to... And consult anybody else about what, you know, what their ideas might be or what sort of timeframes work for them. So when you start to collaborate, those sorts of discussions need to be had. And that can be a little bit challenging if you are used to working on your own. So there, you do need to have that ability to let go of the reins a little bit and just trust the journey and respect the other person's opinion when you are, you know, putting together your plans and your timeframes and, the content and all of that jazz so that that takes a little bit of getting used to but i think you if you go into the collaboration knowing that you're going to have to um embrace letting go of control then it'll be an easier journey for you i swear you're just talking to me steph you're just staring at me talking to me
1: about control aren't you (laughs) No, I'm talking from experience, (laughs) right? Okay, thank you. (laughs) I should note we were talking about me being a control freak before we started today's podcast. I'll fully admit it, and that would be one for me with a collaboration. I would definitely need to let go, step back. So it's a really important one. Glad you shared Mm -hmm. it. It's hitting home. Thank you. What about you, Elise? Anything that you'd want to add to that in terms of top tips for creating a great collaboration?
2: So I'd say do the boring stuff. The legal advice, see an accountant, see a bookkeeper, it's important to do that boring and stuff.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and I'd also say to speak openly and honestly. So Steph and I were really open and honest about what we wanted, um, what our goals were, what we were looking to achieve over the next couple of years. And then we, we have been honest with each other when something feels like it's not working, that we're feeling like it's too much. You know, we've had some really good conversations where we are really transparent with each other and telling each other where we're at. If we're just really overrun and we're not coping, we can tell each other um, what's happening. So that really helps to speak openly and honestly with each other. Right. And the other thing I think with any collaboration is making sure it is about the message, not about yourselves. And I think that is... One of the big reasons why things work so well with Steph and I because we do feel so sincerely strongly about the message we're trying to share. We're not in it to increase our, our personal success, although that is a great byproduct of that, but it's, it's not all about that.
1: Yeah. And I think that that absolutely wholeheartedly comes through from everything that you've done together. That's completely the message that I get and the passion behind why you both do what you do and the reasons you're in business. So you're living and breathing that lady's well done. Okay. Now I know that um, you're sharing the client load, you're collaborating on um, more new and exciting ways to get your message out there. So what plans have you got moving forward to work together? We've got a plan for a book,
2: so we still need we still need to make that planning day step. We need that day together, <laughs> so we can get that happening. So a book, and we also want to start doing retreats. So they're the two big ones um, that we've got in mind. There are
0: things that we need to um, actually develop from scratch, but we're definitely going to be running our Nourish and Flourish series again next year, our workshop series, and we're going to be adding to the portal um, with every series that we do. We'll just keep adding to that portal and making an amazing online program. And We're also looking at um, putting together a GAPS online program as well, um, which will just further support the clients that we see going through the GAPS journey um, on that online forum as well. So we're really going to be branching out a lot on the online um, in the online setting, so that we can reach far more people because at the moment, you know, Elise and I, we're, we're pretty much, even though we've, we've grown um, because we have combined together, we're now at a point where we need to work out an even better way to to reach more people because now we're both maxed out at where we're at it <laughs> at the moment. Oh. So that, that one-to-many stuff is, is going to be a huge focus for us uh, for our collaboration next year. So. The retreats will allow us to do that. Our book will allow us to do that. And the online programs will allow us to do that. But we're still going to be able to get um, our fix of you know, face-to-face workshops because both of us just absolutely thrive off doing that. And we learn so much from the participants that come to those workshops as well. So that keeps the fire in our belly for us to be creating all of this other content as well.
2: Yeah, and from each other. Like in running those Nourish and Flourish series, I learned so much from Steph so there's just so there's so much to gain in so many ways from collaborating yep. and yep. i think the best thing was the when we did that uh, you were talking about the festival the embrace life festival mm. that was Steph and I's very very first collaboration we didn't even really plan it it was just turn up and see how it goes and everyone
1: was asking how long we've been working together <laughs> See, I didn't know until today that that was the first time you'd worked together. I had no idea about that, so I would, yeah, it was seamless. It really was, and uh, Mm. you definitely have an amazing energy together. And, you know, I've done the Nourish and Flourish workshop. I'm very lucky, the fact that I'm local to you and that I can come to your stuff. But I think it's really exciting that you're putting more of this online so that you can, sounds a bit creepy, but touch more people because what <coughs> you do is awesome. And, uh, you know, I've been at those live events that are being recorded and it's great that more people are going to have access to those, which is very exciting. And from a business point of view, being able to scale your businesses because you are both full, as we've talked about. You know, we, I was talking to Lisa about the fact that she's not taking any more one-on-one clients at the moment until the new year you're both maxed out you've got young children you know as a business coach I get excited about hearing women in business that are being smart about the way they scale their business and they're not just you know reaching complete burnout to build a stronger more profitable business so you are doing it brilliantly well done So I think, talking of children, and I know you have to go and collect yours, I think I've done, I've asked you, I've grilled you enough and asked you heaps of questions. I really appreciate you sharing all of your expertise with us. Now, I know our listeners are going to be itching for more of both of you. Um, So you've got a couple of awesome freebies that our our listeners can grab. So for them to do that, all they need to do, as listeners, all you need to do is go to busybusinesswomen.biz forward slash podcast Eight, and this is what you can get. So, first of all, there's an awesome freebie called the Seven Real Food Breakfasts in Under Seven Minutes. It's an ebook, and all you need to do is go to that link on the Busy Business Women site, and you can download that completely free. So, go grab yourself a copy; it's awesome. Then, secondly, and I highly recommend you take the ladies up on this offer. You can also snap up the Nourish and Flourish four part series that's an online program so that is the recording of the program that I've been to which I wholeheartedly recommend you go and check out it's awesome normally it's $297 for busy business women listeners you can just go on to the podcast page and you can get 100 bucks off so it's going to be $197 you're going to get access to everything that I went through went to that are, is phenomenal so all you need to do is go to busybusinesswomen.biz forward slash podcast eight and you can grab your free ebook and you can get 100 bucks off the nourish and flourish online program now ladies let me just check in with you is there anything you want to add regarding your nourish and flourish program because i know it's awesome but i want to make sure that you can you know impart as much information on that as possible so anything else you want to
0: add to that the program that was created with is it's like in a step Um, it's a stepped program and it covers four big topics that Elise and I coach on nearly every day. So the topics they're talking about, the first one is divine digestion. So we don't in that workshop actually talk very much about what you're actually putting in your mouth. We talk about how you go about doing that. So common practices that people perform on a daily basis that are just not doing them any favours when it comes to actually digesting the nourishing food that they're taking in. And we share with you our tips on practices that you can start and use at home for free that will really boost your digestive capacity so that you can be extracting the nutrients, vitamins you need from the food to make you feel awesome. So that's the first um, part of the portal. The second part is all about ditching the diet. So that's where we start and talk about the recommendations that we make in terms of people, um, in, in terms of changes that they can make to their diet to give them more sustainable, long-lasting energy and just make them feel so much more awesome than so many of the clients that we see already. Um, So we talk a lot about fats in that workshop and sugars and how you can become a fat burner, Um, and we share loads of information from our Real Food Reboot program as well in that part of the portal. And then the third um, step is all about optimising your gut health. Um, so that's where we share all our information about fermentation, the how-tos on all, all of that um, and what sort of foods to be eating to, to improve uh, your gut health, what sort of practices to step away from that are detracting from your gut health, uh, we talk a lot about poo in that in that particular <laughs> part of the portal um, and symptoms and all of that sort of does and then the, the fourth stage is all about supporting our, our body's amazing detoxification process as well. So as a result of going through that step journey, what you actually get to is a point where you're actually feeling like you are really truly nourishing your body and you're flourishing as an individual at as an individual as a result. And that's how we came up with the name Nourish and Flourish because that's the end result of going through this portal. So in the portal, you don't only get... The, work, the live workshop recordings, but you get so many resources, little practices, little videos of how to do certain things, lots of links to, to whole food recipes, um, lots of uh, online tutorials as well and how to make certain things. So it's, it's just jam-packed with um, all of the goodness that we gave in that workshop series all on the online forum so that you can access it whenever you want I'm very passionate about it, as you can tell. You probably should have put a time limit on me talking about that.
1: (laughs) Well, no, because you know what? I I really just want to say that I think you were both incredibly generous in that series and the amount of time, effort and energy you put into that far exceeded what I paid for it, frankly. So for everyone listening to this, go check it out because it's just worth every cent and way more and um, you both – completely over-delivered in what was involved in that program. So well done. Uh, I am, for one, I'm incredibly grateful. So if you want to go check that out, go to busybusinesswomen.biz <coughs> forward slash podcast8. All of Steph and Elise's contact details are also in the show notes. Uh, so if you want to jump over and follow them, you can find Stephanie at wellnessco.com. Facebook is Life Wellness Co. and Instagram, Life Wellness Co. Is that underscore co? For Instagram. Yeah, it's an underscore yep. cool. oh, yeah. So life wellness underscore co on Instagram. Yep. And Elise can be found at elisecomerford.com, coldcoastorganics.com.au. Then for Facebook is Elise Health, which is E-L-Y-S-E-Health, and Instagram is Elise Nutritionist. All of the links will be in the show notes, so don't worry jotting anything down. You can just grab it from Podcast Eight. Without further ado, I want to say an enormous thank you to you both for joining me today, for giving up your time, for sharing. So much of your knowledge and expertise, I really appreciate it. So thank you very, very much for being here today. If you've enjoyed this episode, I would love you to leave a review on iTunes, please. That's not for YouTube, by the way. That's for our listeners. If you want to go and do that, you can. And if you'd like to hang out some more, I'd love to see you over on the Facebook and Instagram pages. I'm at busybusinesswomen.biz and uh, busy business women on facebook and instagram but until the next time thank you so much for tuning in today i really appreciate it i'm going to be back next week with more inspiration to help you build a business that booms but until then i'm faye hollands this has been stephanie meads and elise comerford with me and you've been listening to the busy business women podcast thank you so much